0: Looking to make some healthier habits this holiday season? Make sure to check out our Moving Through Midlife community over on Facebook. As we are doing a Planksgiving event where we are doing daily plank workouts, we will be doing an advent for healthy, happy hips this holiday season, and then also have a sugar challenge, a two-week sugar challenge that you might be interested in. Happy Holidays!
1: Welcome to Raising Healthy Humans, a podcast created for busy moms, where you can easily find info on health and wellness for your family. Join Courtney, a health coach, movement and posture specialist, and founder of FormFit, an active and supportive community where she helps busy moms move more. Here on Raising Healthy Humans podcast, She shares personal life experiences, training, knowledge, and conversations with other health and wellness experts so you can raise healthy humans.
0: Okay, today we are talking about fiber and our gut health. Okay, so when we think about gut health, we should also be thinking about fiber And we want to focus on the fiber that doesn't create muckiness in the bowels. And I'm sorry to go there, but it's the truth. So yes, it is important for us to make sure that we're eating nuts and seeds and um, grains and things like that for some of our fiber. But we really need to make sure that we are also eating fruits and vegetables. So when you think fiber, I feel like we get a lot of the other stuff in our diet, especially with the grains. So, when you hear fiber, I want you to think fruits and vegetables because they have water as well. So, that way it makes it to be able to, we want to make sure that it's not creating muckiness. So, the more fiber we have with water, whether it is you drinking, making sure that you're keeping yourself hydrated, or having those fruits and vegetables and things like that, I think that is imperative. These are going to help with that movement through the bowel so that it doesn't become mucky or stagnant, which a lot of people deal with when they're eating fiber, right? They start to say that it's becoming stagnant and things like that. So when you eat fruits and vegetables, these go into your digestive tract and where there's a lot of gut flora. And when you think gut flora, I want you to think little bugs, okay? And they're there to help break down the food so that the body can utilize the nutrients. And they also help create some of the vitamins we need. So vitamin Bs, um, some of the vitamin Bs, vitamin K, and then also our short chain fatty acids are there. Um, and if you want to know what a short chain fatty acid is, this is, these are things that your body, so it's like butyrate and propionate, and um, these are things that our body needs to support us. So we need to make sure that we are getting those things. And when we eat cellulose, which is found in all plant cell walls, they will like, say like kale, Brussels sprouts, um, there's a lot of them. Think all your greens, like your plant greens. And then also inulin, which would be found in sweet potatoes, bananas, leeks, asparagus, artichoke, garlic, onions. These bacteria produce the short chain fatty acids like propionate, which helps to defend against high blood pressure, diabetes, and cancer. And then it also, um, I was reading an article in the journal Circulation, and they even talked about how this propionate, which is a short-chain fatty acid, helps with decreasing arrhythmias. So they did a study with mice, and they were given propionate, and they were um, conducting this research where they kind of tried to create an arrhythmia for the mice. And those that were getting propionate in their diet had a decrease. It was like one-fifth of a decrease in the arrhythmia occurring. It's like their body knew what to do, and they didn't end up with an arrhythmia when the mice that didn't have the propionate did. So that's really cool information. Now, remember... Um, if you listen to last week where I talked about walking, how that helps with the butyrate. And, um, so now you have, if you go for a walk and you're exercising, you're going to get the butyrate short chain fatty acid. And then if you make sure that you're eating fibrous vegetables. So remember the ones that have cellulose or inulin, they're going to be producing propionate. So with all that being said, this is for my, those of you who like that kind of information, want to know the why behind the what, that's why I wanted to um, let you know, like this is what it's doing in your belly and your gut flora, it um, will sometimes not, uh, how do I want to explain this? That's not what I want to (laughs) say. So what happens with the um, gut flora? Your body may not always dissolve this fibrous material, but it is supporting the gut flora. So you want to make sure that you're giving them the nutrients they need. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a moment. It's important for us to make sure that we are varying our diet because the more we vary our diet, the more healthy gut bugs that we have. The more fiber we have in our diet, the less likely we are to deal with heart disease, stroke, and certain cancers. So increase your fiber intake will increase the healthy bugs that are in there. And we want to have the more, like I said, the more bugs that we have, the better it is for our overall health because they're making different things. They're making the propionate. They're making the butyrate. They're making different short chain fatty acids that our body needs to help our immune system. So make sure that you are doing, you know, that you are expanding. Um, one thing that I always recommend for my clients is to think about Not so much because this is what happens. You are going to hear that you need to start eating varied fruits and vegetables. And we all do it. It's especially this time of year when we're looking at eating healthier. We run to the grocery store and we pick up like 15 different fruits and vegetables. We're like, oh, we need some oranges. We need some apples. We need some bananas. We need some strawberries. We need some cherries. We need, you know, the kale, the spinach, the this, the that. And you've got it all sitting at home and you can't eat all of it. Like you might eat one or two days. Great. And you're eating all of it. And then you start to bring in some other foods, some of your more, you know, your everyday foods that you're used to eating. And some of this other stuff slips off to the side a little bit. And um, then it ends up going bad in the fridge, right? I mean, this this happens all the time. So what we need to do, we get home with it, we're doing great in the beginning, then we go off the rails just a little bit, doesn't mean that it's bad, and we go more to our more normal diet, and now the food is going bad in our fridge. So we end up throwing it away and we get discouraged, not only because we're not eating what we had hoped, but we're also discouraged because now we spent a lot of money and we threw a lot of things away. So what I recommend to my clients is don't look at it that way. What you're going to do is you're going to say, this week, I'm going to make sure that I've got, you know, two or three, say vegetables, two or three vegetables, two or three fruits and a green. And I'm going to talk about the greens as well. And then you're going to eat whatever. So say that you got kale this week as your green. So enjoy your kale, enjoy your oranges, enjoy your bananas, and then maybe some broccoli and cauliflower. And then next week, what you'll do is instead of that kale, switch it up. Don't get kale again. You just had kale. Now you need to switch it to spinach. And you had broccoli and cauliflower last week. So why not do like, let's say, Brussels sprouts and peppers and fruit? We got oranges last week. Let's focus on apples and cherries. So you're changing it each week or each time you go to the grocery store, say, rather than feeling it necessary to get all the things at once and then half of it goes in the garbage. So that's how you vary without feeling like, you know, you've got to buy everything. Okay, So let's discuss whole grains for a minute, because many people hear that whole grains are a great source of fiber. Unfortunately, much of the whole grains that we eat are ultra processed. They have stripped them of all their nutrients. So even our whole wheat, it's modified. It's a modified version of what it was originally. So we need to look at our less processed wheats if we are thinking of wheats for our fiber, or I mean whole grains for our fiber, sorry. So look at your bulgars, look at your barleys, quinoa, buckwheat, things like that. That is going to be better for your whole grains because they're less processed, And usually some of them are going to be more expensive, but some of them are a lot less expensive. So look into that. Now, how much should we be eating with our fibers? I took this information down. It's based on dietary guidelines. And what I found interesting was that dietary guidelines state 14 grams of fiber for an adult when you just kind of look it up. But there was a study that Harvard did that stated for you to reduce the risk of disease, they would prefer you eat between 25 and 29 grams a day. Now, children, one to three, should eat 14, four through eight should eat 18, and then everyone else should eat 25 to 29. Not difficult to do, but the goal is, as I mentioned before, Focus on your fruits and vegetables for your whole grains, okay? We want to make sure that we are doing that. So the biggest thing that I, the question I get the most from people is I have fussy eaters um, or maybe I don't like it myself. I don't like eating fruits and vegetables or whatever. What can I do? So things that I want you to think about is can you make some dips to increase their veggie intake? Now, of course, I would prefer you to make like a homemade dip if at all possible, but I understand time is short. So look for your cleanest ones. I like Primal Kitchen because they use avocado oil in their products um, rather than these hydrogenated oils and your the, the oils that are not so good. So I prefer them. Um, that is not to say that we don't have some of those dips in our house, because that's what the kids like. And you kind of have to it's always weighing, you know, what over what? And I feel like, yes, these dips might not be good, but if my goal is to get more fruits and vegetables in my kids, if I'm giving them a dip one, usually high in fat, which is not a bad thing. It helps when, you know, when there's fat, it helps the nutrients get to where it needs to go. So make, you know, that that I'm not worried about. I look at this is better. The fruits and the vegetables are better than the dip that they're putting them in. So I'd rather them eat it with the dip than not. But like I said, if you can find, if you like. Primal Kitchen stuff, I do. I think they're really good. My kids, they notice a little bit of a difference, but just play around with them and see which ones that they like the most. So the other thing, I have um, some recipes. I'll make sure to put a link for the blog where I talk about this really yummy Peri Peri dip um, that I use, and I'll pour that over top of my eggs, or scrambled eggs and stuff, um, over rice, things like that. And it's like a pepper dip um or a pepper sauce that you can put. So even thinking about that, what can I add to something they already like that has some fruits and vegetables in it? Chimchuri is another one of my favorite things. So we make steak and potatoes and they've got the chimchuri sauce. And that's, you know, depending on how you make it, but Parsley and um, cilantro are on those. So even those type of plant-based herbs are going to be great for that as well. And so, again, with your fussy eaters, or if you're not a big consumer of fruits and vegetables, add it to foods like spaghetti and tacos. Chopping up um, mushrooms and adding them to spaghetti or tacos goes almost 100% unnoticed um, my son claims he does not like mushrooms, but every time he has tacos or spaghetti, he's getting mushrooms in there. I don't feel like I'm hiding anything from him. It's not like I'm trying to be sneaky. It's just that's what I do. So um, that's a thought as well. And what I've noticed, especially right now when everything is so expensive, it's a great way to kind of bulk up the food to where it's not you know, quite as expensive adding spinach, spinach, cauliflower, zucchini to your smoothies. These are going to be things that you don't notice the flavor of as much in your smoothies. So real easy to put in there where it's not affecting the taste. And then also putting things in spinach. I mean, (laughs) putting things in your eggs like spinach or zucchini, onions, things like that, that tend to make your eggs much healthier. And honestly, I love eggs with onions and zucchini in the morning. Great. Then you can also work on baking with more fruits and vegetables. So things, zucchinis, carrots, you know, all those things that you already know blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, adding those in, and then using more of grains or like gluten free, like almond flowers, coconut flowers, things like that. That's going to help as well. Or you, some quick tips that you can do to help you get more fruits and vegetables into your day because. We are not as a society getting enough fruits and vegetables. Like even if you think you are, oranges, you know, what used to provide us enough vitamin C and everything in one orange, um, how much you need to consume today due to depleted soil. So that's not to scare you and make you feel like you've got to do, you know, like I've got to go eat 15 oranges today. That's not what I mean, but we do need to increase our intake as much as possible. So some things that you can do. Salad bags are very easy for us as busy families. And I would not discourage that. Things you can do is you can add to it. So just because you have all the ingredients in there, why not add some celery or some more carrots or tomatoes, you know, just to bulk it up a little bit more. That's a way that you're just getting more diverse fruits and vegetables and fruits yes fruits can go into a salad i love pears and strawberries in my salad um blueberries i mean you can find all types of delicious salads out there that have fruits in them as well practice having greens with dinner this is something that for me it comes and goes but when i'm good i'm really good about this so think about i mean i remember as a child i ate We had salads at every meal. Like there was a salad bowl on the table and you ate your salad first. That's what you did. Now what we do, if I don't make a salad, you can make a side of greens. Like it can pretty much be cooking on the stovetop and you pay no attention to it. I put a little bit of avocado oil. I cut up half an onion and I throw a bag of spinach in there and I just let it saute until it turns into, you know, you've got like this little amount of spinach and you're like, this is supposed to he- feed the whole family. Um, but really, I mean, then the kids are like, oh, I only have to eat this much. So it's not terrible, but that's what we do. And then, like I said, with the spinach, so then you do spinach one week, you do kale the next week, you do collards the next week, kind of rotate your greens throughout. Another thing that you can do, which this is a very European thing, and my kids love it when I do this, is create like veggie trays or fruit boards, things that they can snack on while dinner is while I'm making dinner. It's an opportunity. Usually they're hungry before they always start telling me how they're hungry as soon as they start you know, when I start making dinner, oh, I'm so hungry, I can't wait. So you have the snack tray for them. It's also a time that we tend to start to snack on different things as well. So therefore you can have that there for yourself as well. And it doesn't have to be the thing. I mean, if you are into the fancy charcuterie board, then have at it, but it doesn't have to be. Like you could just throw some grapes and um, some chopped up celery or something on the plate and just be done with it. Don't overthink it, okay? The other thing is you can do, oh, using different things, using your vegetables and your fruit as a vessel. So lettuce wraps, um, stuffed peppers, putting a little bit of cheese in peppers and then cooking them so that the cheese melts and they're like little poppers. Those are great. Avocado or zucchini boats. Avocado is a great one to use in the morning, like cook an egg inside of it. Um, and that makes a great you know fat with your protein, even like dried apricots. Sometimes I'll put a slice of cheese and a walnut on top to snack on. Um, make sure when you are adding vegetables, a lot of times people will want to take the skin off, but the skin holds most of the nutrients So making sure that you are, if you can keep it on. Now there are children who it's a texture thing. So I would say, I would encourage you to start working your way with them on putting some on. So when I have say a cucumber, I will do like stripes. So it'll be a white and then the green skin and then the white and the green skin. So I'm taking it off a little bit but it'll be kind of a zebra pattern for them. I noticed that tends to help them get used to it. And also it's giving them the nutrients they need. This is same thing with potatoes as well. Substitutions. So when you are making like mashed potatoes, you can add half mashed cauliflower, half potatoes to get them used to it. Or, I mean, just to kind of add some more veggies into it to whatever it is that you are having. I know potatoes are vegetables too. I don't mean it like that. But um, when I think of more like pasta, so when you're doing um, your pastas, add a little bit of spaghetti squash in there or zucchini noodles. It doesn't have to be the whole thing like, oh, it's a zucchini noodle. The last week in one of our meal plans, it was spicy shrimp with zucchini pesto noodles. And I did one zucchini, and then what I did was I had them, um, I, we made regular pasta as well, and I just added a little bit of the zucchini in the in each of their um, pastas with the pesto. So they didn't even really notice it. I mean, they kind of did, but it's not a huge thing. The more you can start working on that with them, the better. I promise you on that. Um, and then... Rice, you can do the same thing with cauliflower rice and regular rice to help get used to that. And then, oh, and then fun things that you could do with your kids to help them get more fruit into their diet as well would be like pureeing fruit and sparkling water together for a fancy mocktail. So hopefully that provides you with some ideas and some information. So That is all. I hope you all have a wonderful day and make sure to eat your fruits and vegetables this week.
1: Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to our podcast. We hope you found this information valuable and can incorporate it into your family's life. Make sure to check out our show notes for all the important links available. Come join us on Facebook at Moms Raising Healthy Humans Community page. Also, don't forget to check out our wide range of memberships, family monthly focus ideas, challenges, live events, on-demand and live workouts, meal plans, and so much more. Head to formfitonline.com. And as always, keep moving.